0: This is Dick Gushman, CEO of the DGM Group and trustee of the estate of James Campbell. Please join me in watching Greater Good TV.
1: Greater Good TV is proudly presented by Central Pacific Bank, fiercely loyal banking. Greater Good TV, with your hosts Carrie and Evan Leong. Leaders Inspiring Leaders, a place where financial profit and social responsibility go hand-in-hand for Hawaii's greater good. Today's special guest is the CEO of DGM Group and estate of James Campbell trustee, Dick Gushman.
2: Welcome to our show, Dick. Hi,
1: guys. It's great to be here.
2: So could you tell us a little bit more about the DGM Group?
0: Well, DGM Group uh, actually got named when I was out of town. We were looking for an operating company. Uh, Name to uh, put on a real estate uh, business that I was running at the time. And I came back from a trip and my staff said, hey, we named the company DGM. And I said, oh, how wonderful, Dick Gushman Management. And they said, no, damn good management. So that's how it got named. And it's the operating uh, company that we use to run the properties that we build and own and manage here in the state.
2: And how long have you been in real estate?
0: I started at a really young age. My mother was trained as an architect and my dad was a real estate developer and a contractor in the Midwest where I grew up in Ohio. So I went to work for my father in the construction business when I was 12, not voluntarily might I am, And uh, that kind of grew from there. Um, and so I've been involved in it uh, originally from the construction side when I was young and i started the development business here in 1972 can you tell us a story maybe when you're working in construction when you're younger uh, something that was interesting
3: or maybe has molded you to today
0: well you know i think that um, there's uh, it's a you know my memories of this business after being in it for all this time is a composite of stuff but um i remember my father uh asking me to go out in the field every, every summer and work in construction and I remember him telling me philosophically all the time that this was going to be a great experience and I remember standing out there with like 90 degrees thinking this is not a great experience <laughs> and uh, when I decided to start to build my own stuff and I got into meetings and I was out in the field and I was talking to people and I remembered exactly the experiences that I'd had when I was at that age and they proved to be invaluable uh, the, the collection of those experiences proved to be tremendously helpful to me. So um, I think Mark Twain said his father got a lot smarter as he got older. Uh, I think that proved to be the case for me too.
2: Was there someone in particular that you spoke to that left you with a message that really made you realize that you want to go into this real estate path following your father?
0: No, actually, Carrie, um, it was somewhat serendipitous, as you said in your preamble. Uh, I came here as a merchant seaman um, originally on a research ship, uh, doing uh, a st- film for National Geographic, and um, we came back uh, through here in 1971. And in the '72, I came back with then my brand new wife, and who was pregnant at the time, and she and I came back here. She was going to go to the university, and I was going to continue my marine business and The day I arrived here, the company that I had a job with filed for bankruptcy, so I went through a career change the following day, and really all I knew uh, was the real estate experiences that i 'd had so I started into uh, this business um, and uh, as a substitute for what I really came out here to do and so um, I'm still doing it.
2: At that time, you decided to go in and work with McCormick,
0: is that right? I did. I got a job working for the McCormick Corporation. They were the largest uh, real estate uh, residential sales firm at the time, and they had a development subsidiary, which was run by a guy named Duncan McNaughton. And uh, So I went to work for Duncan, and I think, if I remember correctly, at that time I was 26 and he was 28. Between us, we knew everything, so we were very <laughs> lucky in that respect. And. Um, I worked for Duncan and that company for, I think, 11 months, and I decided to start my own company. Um, probably an impetuous decision, but uh, anyway, I left and uh, went on my own.
3: Were you always planning to start your own company, or did you think you would be a company man when you first went in?
0: It's a good question. Evan. I'm not sure I ever really thought about it, although I must, would say that I have always been comfortable, more comfortable making my own decisions, right or wrong, and living with the outcomes than otherwise. So since i only have an 11 month history as an employee i can't tell you how, how good i i've been because was a pretty short stay and then duncan uh three years later uh asked me to go to lunch and we were talking he said i noticed that you're you seem to be doing well and if you can do it anybody can do it so why don't we do it together so that's how we started our our term together up next dick shares his first venture into entrepreneurship I had one cent in overhead, and I got 49 cents in profit, and I've spent all downhill since then. It's never been that good for the rest of my life.
2: Do you believe anything is possible? I do. I work at Earthlink.
3: I believe Internet good can defeat Internet evil.
2: The world without spyware, viruses, or no. online identity theft.
3: I believe in a place where our information can be safe. I won't stop fighting until we get there.
1: We work at Earthlink making unbelievable things happen every day. It's time to start believing. Earthlink, we revolve around you. Order now and get Earthlink for $29.95 for six months.
4: So where do you think we'll be 20 years from
1: now? will be right here working on this lawnmower.
4: Do you think we're saving enough for retirement?
1: Well, maybe it's time we find somebody to help us. Maybe it's time we buy a home.
4: manpower. Hi, I'm Richard Lewis, CEO of Core Systems Hawaii, Hawaii's data storage experts. For over 18 years, we've been helping businesses protect their critical data with enterprise IT systems. We've seen all types of service interruptions, from power outages to simple human errors. Core Systems now provides a local disaster recovery managed service utilizing our experience in storage and server virtualization. Call us at 440-5000 to ensure that your data will be there when you need it most.
3: Can we talk about the start a little bit? Because, you know, we all hear the saying, it takes money to make money. Right. You didn't have any money, really. So how did you get started?
0: I found uh, a a family who had a piece of land uh, out in Pearl City. Uh, They wanted to do something with it. Uh, The long torture story of how I got to, to, to that relationship. We talked about what they wanted to do, we decided to do it together and uh, over time we were able to take their land and some money we borrowed from the bank and build an office building and I did the development and the leasing and we uh, were able to, we were collectively able to make that that happen so <clears throat> we actually had money uh, in the form of the land and we borrowed the rest.
3: Can you talk a little bit about when you met Duncan McNaughton and when he came to work for you, how, how that came about and how you guys Um, basically are now, I mean, legends in this town, right?
0: Well, I don't know about the legends part, but I can (laughs) tell you how uh, we got to know each other. Uh, I went to work for Duncan, as I said, um, and I worked there for 11 months. Uh, We had a great uh, personal relationship, um, and we had a great professional respect for each other, Um, and and it was an opportunity for us to, uh, after I had left and done some things uh to join uh our skills and we did that for 10 years and uh, we had a a, some great experiences doing that Uh, i think we were were we're, uh, complementary to each other Uh, it was a chance for for both of us to learn what it's like to to be uh, a partner uh, which is a whole other experience for your young entrepreneurs partnering uh, is its own Adventure, you know, you have to make room for somebody else in your life not unlike a marriage Um, so you have to uh, Accommodate other folks and their needs and uh, You have to work on each other's strengths and tolerate each other's uh, parts that that uh, aren't What you would pick out of the you know the a list and we all have those So it's a it was a great experience for both of us
3: in your experience in your your development per se. Was there a tipping point or or a point where things just just hit it? I mean, you're
0: working really hard and all of a sudden, boom, stuff starts happening. I can't uh, define a moment like that where I sort of uh, sat back and said, gee, I just came down the other side. I mean, I've been going up this really uh, seemingly insurmountable steep grade for a long, long time. Um, and it, it's, it's getting flatter. Uh, and, um, but it, it, it may be the nature of this business, Evan. In our business, the gestation period of a project to, in today's world is at the short side for something not very big and complex about three years and five or six years. So there are these long commitments. You know, you start one and you don't know if it's gonna really, how it's gonna end until five or six years later. So there are these big long waitings and so uh, our business doesn't have sort of gradual measurable improvements, perhaps like the companies that you folks started where you know how many units you sell one week and if you sell more units the next week and you can make a little graph and see. But that's, our business doesn't really work like that. It's very lumpy and it has really big time lags and so you find, and, and there are great big paydays. So you, you kind of go along and, you know, either it works out really well or it doesn't.
2: Could you tell us what was your first adventure into business that you did try that you wanted to uh-huh. do? Well, happen?
0: it's probably uh, a revealing story. I was 10 years old and I grew up in Ohio, in a rural part of Ohio, and my father had a little small uh, building that uh, they made uh, prefabricated structure, wooden structures in, and every Saturday, he would take me to it, and I would sweep out this this little plant. Uh, and there were pieces of wood that were left over. And one day I said, "Why don't we bring these home and make uh, f- uh, kindling wood to start a fire?" And it was in the winter in Ohio, and we did. And then I said to my father, "I wonder if anybody would buy this." And my dad was great. Instead of just telling me I was stupid or trying to tell me how to do all the parts, he made me sort of figure it out. So I got some uh, bags that I bought for one percent my dad drove me to the plant I swept out the plant I put all the little things in the bag we took it to a grocery store the grocer sold it for 50 cents I had one cent in overhead and I got 49 cents in profit and I spent all downhill since then It's never been that good since, since for the rest of my life But I guess got, got hooked on the notion that you could think up something and try it and it would work So uh, maybe that started this whole slippery slope for me
3: What do you think has been the biggest difference between those entrepreneurs that make it and the entrepreneurs that don't?
0: Um, perseverance um, I mean, the people who just refuse to give up, and I think back on a number of, of people who have come and gone through the community here over all the time that I've been in business, and th- that's a, a hallmark uh, personality trait, I think, Evan. Um, I, you've heard me say this already, but luck it can't be uh, dismissed. As much as I used to hate the notion that luck had a lot to do with it because I like to think it was all about uh, personal merit and how you know well you did what you did. Um, I've watched some really talented, smart, well-meaning people come and go, and they just never kind of got the right break at the right time, um, and that's uh, an unfortunate component of it. Um, and I think that you know uh, stamina, just having the uh, the constitution to just get up and keep going at the problem. Um, and being uh, adaptive uh, because the, you know life's not linear. And you just watch these, uh, it's all about problem solving and the problems come at you uh, from every which way and they're never the same and there's no absolute answer to each one.
2: I was wondering how your work schedule has changed from the very beginning until now because you folks are doing really big projects. So how has it changed your daily activities?
0: Oh, that's a great question, Carrie. I mean, in the, in the beginning it was all, uh, you know, energy and time, <clears throat> because you don't have a lot of experience to pull from. And uh, uh, relationships and, and uh, the resources of the community broadly uh, defined. Um, so, you you know, I, it was just a matter of pouring hours and hours and hours into it. Uh, fortunately today, I don't have to do quite as much of that, because hopefully, somewhere along the line, I've learned something. And the, we have better uh, staff and, you know, more capable people helping. So. Uh, It still takes a bunch of time, but not nearly as as crushing uh, as it did in the beginning. And I think that's true for uh, people who try um, really passionately about anything. It it has to be a, 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 you have to make it take up enough space in your life to be a a consuming experience, uh, because if not,
1: the odds seem to not be in your favor. Thinking of community service? Stay tuned as Dick talks about why you need to get involved now. You have two choices. You can
0: either sit down and shut up, or you can stand up and help out.
1: Probably try to squib it, and he does. Ball comes loose, and the Bears have to get out of bounds. Rogers along the sideline, another one. They're still in deep trouble at midfield, but they get it to Rogers. They give it back now to the 30. They're down to the 20. All oh, the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. Will it count? most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football. Need help staffing your business? Listen to what some of Hawaii's top employers say about midweek and the Star Bulletin's Star Classifieds.
2: We're currently expanding, and Star Classified has helped us tremendously with our recruiting efforts. Not only did they bring a quantity of applicants, it um, also brought
1: the quality that we were looking for.
2: Do you believe anything is possible? I do. I work at Earthlink.
3: I believe internet good can defeat internet evil.
2: A world without spyware, viruses, or online identity theft.
3: I believe in a place where our information can be safe. I won't stop fighting until we get there.
1: We work at Earthlink.
3: And we're making unbelievable things happen every day.
1: It's time to start believing. Earthlink. We revolve around you. Order now and get Earthlink for $29.95 for six months.
4: Hey, did our banker get back to us on those ideas to streamline our cash flow?
3: (sighs) Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe we need a bank that actually cares about our business. And I've got Grace working on payroll, because I'm going to need it for...
1: You're not going to believe this.
4: Do you know any good business bankers?
2: Since you've been able to, I guess, open up your schedule more, you've had more time to give back to the community. Could you tell us a little bit more about
0: that? Uh, Again, I think that's a parental legacy. My mother's really active in the community. Uh, My father, uh, to some extent, as well. It was expected in our family that she had to do service, in addition to whatever else you did in, in the community. So it seemed like a natural thing to do. Uh, I must confess that for the early years, as you were pointing out a minute ago, Kerry, that there was a time collision uh, between my family and trying to get this business started. So I didn't really start to uh, get engaged in the, in the community probably until five or six or seven years after I, I came here. And since then, uh, I've been uh, really blessed to have been uh, involved with some different things, the Boys and Girls Club and uh, a, a whole bunch of others, the university from time to time. And, um, <clears throat> but why? Well, why do these community things? Well, I'm a, a philosophically a firm believer that uh, the communities in which uh, you do business, invest, and manage your uh, financial environment uh, is only as good as the people who uh, put their energy and leadership into it. And uh, it's just, uh, there's there's a a complete logic to it to me as a business person in addition to feeling that there's an obligation to do it as a citizen. Uh, and uh, and it's a great learning experience for me. I've learned enormous amounts of, uh, of, uh, from the people uh, that I've had an opportunity to meet in the nonprofit world. Uh, I, I'm sure way more than they've gotten from me uh, as being a member of their organizations.
2: And I know, yeah, I know you, you don't go into a nonprofit looking at it as an advantage to be involved. But did you see a change once you got involved?
0: It's a tremendous um, uh, opportunity to see parts of the community you would not otherwise see. Um, you get uh, the uh, perspective of different uh, vantage points uh, f- through the eyes of organizations that are trying to take care of components of the community that really need help. Um, and um, I, I think that fashions you in a way that makes uh, your understanding of the community that you do business in uh, is maybe more holistic and s- certainly uh, you get a sense of what's going on um, at, at a you know, really low altitude. You get right down next to where the activities are taking place.
2: What about for the 30 and 40 year olds who are really trying to build their career, they have a family or they're just starting a family. Can you help to encourage us to get involved in the community? Um, and build their career at the same time so that we can become that leadership in the businesses.
0: Yeah, I think that that, that, that uh, volunteering uh, actively will put you in, in uh, first-person contact with folks you might not otherwise get to see on your path through your life. And so you'll get a chance to interact with uh, perhaps other leadership folks at a different time in their lives and a different point in their careers. Uh, and I think they'll find that that's uh, tremendously valuable to them they see it in a non-threatening environment you're there with a common expectation which is to try to
1: improve the community for uh, everybody not just for a singular profit purpose if not in real estate what would dick be doing today stay tuned to find out
3: so
4: where do you think we'll be 20 years from now I'll
1: be right here working on this lawnmower
4: do you think we're saving enough for retirement
1: Well, maybe it's time we find somebody to help us. Wow! Hey, maybe it's time we buy a home. Try to swim it and he does. Ball comes loose and the Bears have to get out of bounds. Rogers along the sideline, another one. They're still in deep trouble at midfield as they get it to Rogers. They give it back now to the 30. They're down to the 20. All oh, the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. Will it count? Oh, the Bears have won. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heartrending, exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football.
4: Hi, I'm Richard Lewis. CEO of Core Systems Hawaii, Hawaii's data storage experts. For over 18 years we've been helping businesses protect their critical data with enterprise IT systems. We've seen all types of service interruptions from power outages to simple human errors. Core Systems now provides a local disaster recovery managed service utilizing our experience in storage and server virtualization. Call us at 440-5000 to ensure that your data will be there when you need it most.
2: talked about passion a lot could you share with us how you would I guess encourage someone to find what their passion is
0: oh boy that's a pretty philosophical question Um, you know there are things that um, I think inspire each of us differently Uh, and if it if it's if you're you know deeply involved in something that you're doing for mechanical reasons or uh, and you're kind of not sure that it's stirring you in some way then you know, maybe you need to keep searching a little bit for uh, something that makes your heart go uh, a little bit faster and uh, you know, there's an old saying that if you do what you love you never work a day in your life and i think that there's probably some merit to that maybe that's a little bit uh... too expansive but it's it's a place to start does so real estate your passion or would you say just entrepreneurship in general i think i'm a deal junkie and you know, the, the whole idea of being able to take an idea uh, form it completely from scratch and see if you can make it turn into something three-dimensional uh, still excites me so I'm um, I'm still at it. We call it a sickness. Yeah. Entrepreneurial it, sickness. Yeah. What would you say has been your greatest
3: challenge so far um, in your life and how have you overcome that?
0: Oh, boy. Um, I think um, at some point in uh, my career, um, I was in, in, insatiably interested in the next deal. And I just, it, the, I had to find out um, th- through, th- through just trial and error where I could and couldn't go in terms of my own limitations. Uh, because we, none of us have boundless capacity and endless tools, and you just can't do everything. You can only do certain amounts of things, and you can only do those things really well if you operate in a certain scale. Uh, That was a tough learning experience for me because my natural inclination was to try to, you know, want to do more things and take on more challenges, so uh, I would have, probably by the time I got into my mid-late thirties, I began to realize that uh, I had to make choices and that the, 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 the choices that I was making were uh, really important, not only to me, but the people who were working for us or investing with us and that, that sort of thing.
2: Are you able to look back and think about maybe your fondest childhood memory that has carried throughout your lifetime so far?
0: Well I don't know whether this uh, was sort of a learned um, Addiction or one that I came to later, but my father and I used to uh, spend a great part of uh, every Sunday when I was a kid fishing It was sort of a ritual we'd get up really early and we'd leave my mother and my sister sleeping and we'd run off and Go someplace and go fishing. It's like huck finn for the day, you know, and uh, It's still a passion of mine. So when I'm not working uh, I uh, love to go fishing and so it's uh that stuck with me uh, from maybe from those origins or from, uh, for other reasons, but uh, it's still something I, I really love to do.
2: So being that you're in Hawaii, if you didn't do real estate, do you think that you'd be a fisherman?
0: Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. I would probably be uh, some, doing something on the water. I love the water, so. Um, and that's part of the great joy for me about living here. What last bit of advice could you
3: give people out there uh, to close up the show?
0: Well, I, I think that um, for the, on the business side, um, which may not be completely independent of, of what I would suggest uh, on the community service side, I on the business side, uh, you've got to follow your heart, and you've got to do um, what it is that inspires you. And for those who want to be entrepreneurial, um, in and outside of larger organizations, or entirely on your own, uh, you have to be willing to lose, um, because sometimes that's the, the ultimate risk. Um, And with respect to the community, um, if you don't give back, then um, you're probably uh, shortchanging the uh, environment that you live in. Uh, And so uh, you have to find a a balance point amongst your business, your family, and the community.
3: Thank you so much, Dick Cushman, for joining us today on A Good TV. Thank you. We hope to have you back again sometime soon. Great treat to be here. Thanks. And thank you so much for joining us today on Greater Good TV. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodtelevision.com. Please join us again for another episode of Greater Good TV.
1: Greater Good TV has been proudly presented by Central Pacific Bank. Fiercely loyal banking.